G'day and welcome to Australia's favourite obsession, property. My name is Jeremy Cownan and this is one of our Quick Hits episodes, where we take a property-related topic and dissect it real quick. Now, given that this is the start of our journey together, I thought it's only appropriate that we start at the beginning and we think about why a property. And there's lots of different reasons as to why we should be obsessed with property. And it starts with the fact that we just can't live without property. No matter what we do, everything involves property. From the moment that we're born and placed in the crib next to our mothers, we occupy some space. And that means that everywhere we go, everything we do, we're always touching land, we're touching property. At school, at work, uh, whether we're going to the shops or spending time with our family and friends. And as investors, it means that there's a certain type of confidence about property because it's something that we've had experience from the very moment that we're born. We understand it, we can touch it, we can feel it, and it creates an innate connection to property. Unlike things like the stock market, where we can't touch and feel and we haven't got a lot of experience, property is something from day one that we've been exposed to and we've been learning about. Now, another reason that property is so important and a reason that we obsess about it is that it is less volatile. Now, that's not to say that property doesn't go up and down in value. That's not the case at all. You know, volatility is something that comes with the territory of any investment, but the volatility in property compared to that of shares is what somewhat subdued. And there's a number of reasons for this. And basically, the major reason is that there's a deep market. There's a lot of participants. And those participants come from very different walks of life and are looking at property from very different points of view. You know, you've got first home buyers and empty nesters. Um, You know, you've got families, etc., that all need a place to live. There's holiday houses, there's short-term rentals, long-term rentals. And when you think about it, some 25 million people in Australia all need a place to sleep somewhere that there's continual demand for property and for different reasons so when one section of the community you know starts to feel the pinch another one can step in whereas when you deal with assets like shares it's only investors so there's an intrinsic need for property unlike with shares and other assets and there's a real underlying demand for the need for property The other thing too with property is that it does take some time to sell and it is more expensive and so that means that there's less transactions. The transactions that do occur um, take longer to to occur and that's got to do with the lack of homogenous nature about property that every piece of land has its own unique locational value. Um, But because it's a little bit slower and because there's an emotional connection to land but when we walk through a house, we think, gee, we really love that. We walk through one and we think, oh, yuck, I could not live here at all. And so that means that there's going to be other inputs when people buy and sell and move around uh, and rent different places. That Some aspects will appeal to some people, but it won't appeal to everyone. Now, the banks, they love property almost as much as we do. And the banks will lend more money against property than basically any other asset. And that means that for us as, uh, as landlords, as investors, it creates a fantastic opportunity for us to be able to use leverage. 
you know, much higher of leverage with an asset that we've just said is less volatile. So it means that we get to create a bigger portfolio. We can have um, exposure to a much larger asset base than what we could with many other assets. And of course, the banks, they love to secure loans against property. So it's in their interest. They want to be securing and writing loans secured to property. And of course, residential investment property sits right in that category. The other thing about property, of course, is that as a landlord, we get paid to collect the rent. Um, and this is really, really important. It's very important because everybody needs land. Now, we, of course, need land because we occupy some space. We need land. We need to create shelter. And, of course, we need the land to, to create food, etc., and, and and other aspects of our lives. But businesses as well need access to land. When you think about it, a Macca's has got to be located somewhere, doesn't it? People need to sleep somewhere. Better the location, the higher the demand, the better the landlord gets paid. Another reason why we love property is the government wants us to and rewards us for property ownership. Now, when you think about it, the government bestows the guaranteed right of ownership on parties when they purchase land via a title system. And of course, the government also provides a number of taxation incentives to encourage us into the property market. Of course, you know, when you think about it, your own home is tax free, a great concession, which is part of the reason that the family home is seen as such a sacred asset. And of course, the government goes even further with their tax legislation, that there are heaps of deductions and possible write offs that investors can take as well. And so, essentially, the government helps us own and control our properties by way of ownership and also the tax system by incentivizing us. You'd have to say that property is the government's favourite asset class. And of course, as owners of real estate and land, we of course, we benefit from the infrastructure spends and of course, the zoning. And zoning is a very important part. We'll spend quite a bit of time in this podcast talking about how changes in zoning can affect the productivity of your land and consequently the price of it. Now, property, when we think of property, it's not a homogenous good, but it goes even further than that. The great thing about property is that there's so many different avenues that we can take. When we think about property, we tend to start with residential property, houses, townhouses, units and apartments, but the property market is much, much bigger than that. We've got commercial, retail. We go from everything from ports to airports, from rail yards to cattle yards. There's tourism, there's medical consulting, development land. The list goes on and on as to the different types of property and the different types of land that we can purchase. And that means that there's an enormous amount of opportunity for investors to take. We need to remember that there is no single property market in Australia, that Brisbane will differ from Sydney and Port Hedland from Wagga, each on its own, because every individual location has its individual locational factors that are affecting it. And of course, each location will be affected by the same five drivers, but with different intensity. They will have their own locational flavour. Which brings us to the question about why does property go up in value? And being able to answer this question puts us in a very, very powerful position in making decisions. We know that as human productivity increases via our five drivers, that that will manifest back into land prices. It's the most important concept that we can understand and it underpins everything in this podcast. 
that human productivity will be demonstrated by increasing infrastructure, by increases in technology, by population growth. And that's not just the growth in population, but the way in which society mingles and creates our leisure society. How as a population we live our lives. Of course, credit and government granted licenses have a huge impact as well. Understanding these five drivers, understanding how improvements in those drivers will manifest into the land price means that land must continue to go up in value. If you don't believe that those five drivers will stay in place, infrastructure, technology, population, credit growth, and government-granted licenses, then of course we've got a problem. But whilst those five drivers stay in place, as a society, we become more productive. As we become more productive, we become more profitable. As we become more profitable, that profitability will be driven back into the land price. But of course, property isn't without its risks. There's a whole lot of risks to investing in property that we need to be aware of and we need to understand and be able to mitigate or define and then mitigate. Yeah, we've got risks attached to borrowing to invest, overpaying for your property, you know, purchasing assets that aren't liquid or even less liquid than what property can be. There's a massive capital outlay we need to put down with, with property. We've got tenant risk, transactional risk. You know, the prices can go up and down due to zoning or uh, what your neighbours are doing. So there are a number of risks, let alone when we borrow to invest, how we can increase those risks. Always remember that the better educated we are, the better investment decisions we can make. And property is a long-term investment. We should use the Count on Flack Economic Cycle Action Plan to help guide us through that cycle. If we can understand those risks, we go to some way to mitigating them. And finally, the final reason I've got as to why property is investing as a team sport, and it's just damn fun. You need to have a team around you when you invest in property. And as humans, we're social animals. We love the interaction. We love the touch and the feel, and we love to get involved with others. And investing is a team sport. And in property, we can have all sorts of uh, players on our team. For us, we've got Rory Circum, our lending specialist, Omar Mujali and Mark Williams from Examine Property, our property experts. Uh, Dane Pimble uh, from Count and Flat. Craig Shirley from Cass Accountants. Uh, Catherine Burns from Structural and Legal Counsel. And of course, James Pledge and his team from Knight Frank Valuations. You'll meet our team and plenty more. And uh, there's plenty of people we've got lined up to, uh, to tell their stories about property. Some very, very interesting stories and a lot that can be gleaned from our obsession over property. So let's wrap this episode up here. We're passionate about investing and helping you with your wealth. So if you want to know more, check out the show notes or head over to PAFO. That, of course, is Property Australia's favorite obsession, the acronym.com.au. I look forward to joining us next episode when we chat with Geordie Hill about the charitable organisation that he's involved with. Charitable organisation, I hear you say. What on earth has that got to do with property? But that's exactly what this podcast is about. It's all about recognising and showing the invisible impact that property has every day on our lives, our investment decisions, without you even knowing. So believe me, it's a really interesting story, this one with Geordie, and it's got a lot more to do with property than what you might expect. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Jeremy Cannon, and don't forget, like us, subscribe, and tell your friends to join us at Property, Australia's favourite obsession. Until next time, keep obsessing about property.
You've been listening to Property, Australia's favourite obsession. Any opinions, views or recommendations expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and should be considered general in nature, as they do not consider your personal objectives or financial circumstances. You should therefore consider these matters yourself before deciding whether the advice is appropriate to you and if you should act upon it. Should advice be sought, please seek an appropriately qualified advisor. Investing may not be appropriate for everyone, as there is inherent risk and the possibility of loss when investing in financial assets, just as there is the possibility of profits. Your host, Jeremy Cownan and Cownan Flack Proprietary Limited, are authorised representatives of PGW Financial Services Proprietary Limited, AFSL 384713.